My name is Devin Haskins, and this is the Run For Your Life podcast. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you for joining me on this journey that I call Run For Your Life. I hope you all had a great week. Uh, whatever runs that you may have done, hope they were all successful, injury-free, any type of races that you were doing, hoping that uh, they were PRs, uh, all in all, uh, injury-free week is always a good week in my eyes. Before we get started, I'd like to thank my sponsor of this week. It is the beanbag chair in my office. I have a beanbag chair in my office that my kids normally sit in when they're they're up here with me. The last few days, I've been sitting in the thing watching sports, and I have dozed off two days in a row. It is very comfortable. I normally don't sit in it. Um, but it is very comfortable. I recommend it to anyone that has never sit in, sat in a beanbag chair to get in, get a beanbag chair, sit in it, and you will not be disappointed. Today's show, I wanted to talk about quitting. I actually posed this question on uh, Twitter the other day. Have you ever quit a race or run during or right before the activity? Now, I'm not talking about uh, due to any type of injury. And that's most of the responses that I got. It was either due to injury or circumstances beyond their control, maybe something with their family. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you just quit, flat out, straight out quit during a race or run or right before a race or run. And I'm assuming the reasons I didn't get the response that I'm looking for, that response was um, either A, um, my Twitter following or followers isn't as stout as I would like it to be. You can follow me at man, M-A-N underscore R-V-A. Or there's some people out there that are shy to just come out and admit um, if they have ever quit a race or run in their career or their lifetime. To answer that question, myself personally, out of maybe 70 races or so that I've competed in in my life, I quit one. And I will always remember that race. Yes, it is story time, ladies and gentlemen. Let me take you on a journey back in the 90s. I was a soon-to-be graduate from high school. I didn't have any offers from college, so I entered a local um, indoor invitational race. Uh, This was really the first race that I had done outside of um, any type of high school activities or my high school track team. So I was both scared and excited um, for the race, um, the type of exposure that I thought I could get from it. The race itself was uh, being ran at the Arthur Ashe Center that's in uh, Richmond, Virginia, for those that are not familiar with the area that I'm from. And it's a place that I was very familiar with being that I ran and uh, ran on that track uh, frequently. Uh, The place often smells like French fries because the concession stands is so close to the track. And it's I mean, it's hard to stomach sometimes, but I was used to it. I was running a mile, um, a mid distance or I was a mid distance runner in school. Um, The mile and 800 were my specialties. Uh, And I can remember when I walked up to the line, you know, of course, I always sized up my competition and I could tell that these guys weren't your typical high school guys I was running against. I could see these these guys were collegiate athletes. Uh, They were muscular and most of them had full grown beards and I barely had two strands of hair on my chin. So my confidence was shot. And I said to myself in that moment, I was in over my head. I knew then before the race even started, I wasn't going to finish it because I had already planted the seeds of doubt within myself. But to my credit, when the race or when the gun went off, 
I sprung out and I stuck with the pack for the first few laps. But as we were coming up on the end of the race, I can I could hear you know, these guys just cranking the gear behind me. This who who just I mean just you can you can hear them. You can hear them like they were uh, trains coming up behind me. And, they were, and I you know as they were getting closer and closer as we were getting closer to the last lap, I pulled up and I faked like I pulled my hamstring. I walked off the track, went to the locker room, grabbed my things, and went to my car. I sat in my car um, in the parking lot for a while thinking about what I did. And all I can think about was I was a coward, which I which I was. And that's something that I often think about um, is that race and wonder what would have happened if I just finished it. You know, maybe I would have gotten blown out like I imagined or maybe I would have shocked myself and found that extra gear and did the impossible. Who knows? But I robbed myself of the outcome. Um, as I said, of the 70 races or so that I've done, that I've run, um, that's the one that I will always remember. And no matter what races I do going forward, I will always remember that race. It would always stick out of my mind. I tell you guys this story to say, don't ever quit. You'll only cheat yourself of finding out the outcome. Even if you fail, there's still opportunity to grow because failure isn't always failure. Be it running or any other task that you got set in your path to do, give yourself a chance to see what the outcome will be because you never know. You may surprise yourself and do the impossible, but first you have to follow through without any fear of failing. Finish the task, push forward, and ultimately in the end, you'll be happy with yourself that you didn't back down. Well, that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you for joining me and supporting my show. Please follow me on Twitter. Um, that's at man underscore RVA. That's at M-A-N underscore RVA. Or you can follow me on my website, which is www.runforyourlife.com. For is spelled F-O-U-R. Until next week, I hope you guys are safe on the roads and trails. Until then, peace. Peace.